Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Let's see if we remember how to do this. Great to be back. A little time off. Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. Good to be back here this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll hear from you in a variety of ways. You can email, tweet. You can dial us up. You can watch on Peacock. You can download the app. Watch for free all three hours. And you can listen on our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400 cities in America. Phone number is 877-3DP-SHOW. Thank you to those who have signed up for the newsletter. We have about 8,000 people who have signed up for the newsletter. And what it does, it just recaps what we did on the show, gives you a heads up of uh, what's in store for the next couple of days. we got Traeger recipes on there, T-shirt deals on there as well. Dan Patrick's show newsletter available daily. Comes out at 6 Eastern and uh, 3 Pacific. Sign up, danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner, it's up to Mario to make sure you get that email every single day we were promised quarterback drama this nfl offseason and so far it has not disappointed first you had the matthew stafford jared goff trade then carson wentz goes to the colts so who's next deshaun watson sam darnold jimmy g 
Steelers going to part ways with Big Ben. You have a quarterback-heavy draft. You have mock drafts where you could have upwards of four quarterbacks taken in the first 15 picks. You might have four taken in the top 10. We'll see how accurate those mocks are in late April, but there is no doubt that teams are rethinking the position. I saw this incredible stat by Field Yates of the Mothership. Of the 22 quarterbacks drafted in the first rounds between 2009 and 2016, 2009 and 2016, zero remain with the team that drafted them. The moral of the story, impatience rules the day, according to Peter King, who will join us coming up. It's amazing. When Carson Wentz got dealt to the Colts, that ended that streak. 2009 to 2016. But it's about the second contract. And that's where you got to be really cautious. You look at Wentz and you look at Goff. These are the number one and number two picks in 2016. They got those second contracts and now they're gone. And the NFL trade talk is just that. It's talk, but a lot of it is, and we try to create this clickbait. It's a huge demand for football and all these sports shows. But not this offseason. It's real. And these teams are more aggressive than they've ever been. You start to look at where Deshaun Watson could end up. Would it be the Jets? Would it be Carolina? Is there somebody else in the mix? Next couple of months are going to be very interesting as the quarterbacking carousel continues to turn faster than ever before. Let me go back to uh, Carson Wentz being traded. And uh, when I got a report on the same day I told you about what the, in fact, my source was the same person who told me the Broncos were willing to give up Drew Locke and their first round pick for Matthew Stafford. And that's during a commercial break on the show. My source texted me and he said, hey, I got a little information on the Broncos if you're interested. And then I called him during the commercial and I said, got anything on Carson Wentz? He said, they're not getting any, any uh, calls. And uh, said, you know, the Eagles are trying to create a market because there is no market for Carson Wentz. There were no offers. There was an original offer uh, from the Colts, and the Colts weren't budging. Now, this is after Matthew Stafford has been traded, and I was told, you know, the Eagles and and one NFL uh, exec said it was laughable what they wanted. They wanted a Matthew Stafford haul for Carson Wentz. And as he pointed out to me, If he's so damn valuable, why don't you keep him? And that's why there was no market for Carson Wentz. And look, at no point did I say Carson Wentz was not going to be traded. I just told you there's no market for Carson Wentz. Colts played it. They played the long game here. But the Bears never made an offer. There were only two teams that we heard about that were interested or could be interested in Carson Wentz. Bears never made an offer. Adam Schefter... Jay Glazer, back that up. And, uh, you know, the analogy that I've used is just because you go to an open house for a house that's on the market, that doesn't mean you're buying it. I mean, you can go through the house. That doesn't mean you're getting an offer. Were teams interested in Carson? No, curious. They were curious about Carson. It's like, what's it going to cost us? Because got to look at the salary. You know, what are we giving up? We got damaged goods here. What are we willing to give up? And the Eagles, they had, you know, they had moved past the you know, point of no return. They couldn't keep him. They had to get rid of him. Well, the, court, the Colts knew that. That's why they weren't offering anything. Nothing of 
substance there. But if you're giving up a third and a conditional second that could turn into a first-round draft pick, first of all, the Eagles have already made a mistake. Everything they gave up to get in the position to take Carson Wentz, then they give him the second contract, and then all of a sudden you got quarterback and coach who don't talk to one another. Then you got dead cap space now, $31 million. You got Jalen Hurts. And I was told, don't rule out the Eagles drafting a quarterback. The sixth pick overall. Can Carson Wentz be fixed? Yeah. Colts have a great offensive line. If Frank Reich can't correct, fix Carson Wentz, then nobody's going to. They are, according to Coach Frank Reich, they're lifelong friends. He's got trust there. Um, but I think that you have to have somebody who is going to be tough on Carson Wentz. You can't let him be a diva. You have to be critical of him. That's something that the Eagles were not. But I think that the Colts, you know, they rolled the dice on this. And it could be one of those trades. And like three years from now, I'd, I'd love to revisit this and just look at everything that has happened prior to and then during the three years and see, did the Colts get a bargain here? Did the Colts get something that is going to translate into this team going to a Super Bowl? And that's how they have to look at this. But they, you know, they're investing the money, but they have a lot of cap space here. But you're getting somebody who has shown that they can play at a very high level. Uh, you know, he was going to be the MVP in 2017 before he decided to take on a couple of Rams going into the end zone. But there were no offers. There was one offer for Carson Wentz. And that's why when I was called out publicly and, you know, my point was the Eagles are, you know, saying to inside, I'm an outsider. I don't want to be an NFL insider. All I know is when I get information, I, I, I give that information to my audience. That's who I serve. Not other NFL insiders. I couldn't care less. But when I was told it, the Eagles, what was left out when I was publicly called out, the Eagles were trying to create a market because there was no market there. But who helps you? Members of the media. Hey, here in the Eagles getting a lot of, a lot of calls. People are in. No, they weren't. That's all. I just give you the truth. I'm not used by a team, not used by a GM or an owner. And, and if I'm, I said when it, I gave my report, if I'm wrong, I'll apologize. But if you tell me who else was calling, what other offers, I'll listen. But I wasn't wrong. And, you know, this isn't what I do for a living. I'm not graded, be, be, you know, if I break a story, I leave that to the professionals. You know, Shefty and Mort and Glazer, Albert Breer, Ian Rappaport, I let them break those stories. But when I get that information, nobody refuted the Broncos trade offer, did they? Nobody refuted that the discord that uh, was going on with the um, Russell Wilson Seahawks situation. Nobody said, oh, wait, where'd you get that information? So that's where when I bring it up to you, I tell you what I'm told. And I don't have an agenda. 
I don't have to, you know, hey, let's uh, let's pump up uh, Carson Wentz and see what kind of market we have out there. I'm not in the I'm not in the market to do that. I don't need to have quid pro quo. If I help a team or help some person or help an agent or help a player, hey, I'll get something in return. I don't care. I've been in this business too long to understand. I've been down that road before. It's not a good road to be down. No, there's no quid pro quo. I get information. I give it to this audience. And my track record's pretty good. All righty. With that being said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Good to have you back. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I'm just. As soon as the trade happened, I text Paulie. I said, wow, it's quite a haul the Eagles got. Wow. It was quite that a was text message back and forth. Quite a market that the uh, <laughs> Eagles had there with Carson Wentz. How, how could they field all those offers there? So, you know, it's, it's inside you know, pettiness that, uh, but, you know, those, I'm very competitive and I take great pride in what we do on this show. We break more stories than any of the shows combined, any of the national shows combined. It's not even close. But we do it because we learned how to do it when we were at ESPN and we pick our spots. I don't cover Tennessee football, but when my source says they're handing out $2,000 in McDonald's bags, nobody refuted that. When I said that the Big Ten was going to shut down football, nobody, well, they did refute that, and then they learned. (laughs) Yeah, they learned that I was telling the truth. They were shutting down Big Ten football. That's all. But I don't, I don't, this isn't how I make my living in breaking stories. But if you ask enough questions, you have enough sources, and people trust you, then you'll get information like this occasionally. So I'll try to limit, you know, getting into that NFL insider role. I don't want to do that. It's too heavy. I'll leave that to McLovin. I'll leave it to the great ones there. Yes. See, you're like a new dog who moved into the neighborhood, and then all oh the other dogs have God. to circle the, <laughs> circle the block peeing all over everything just so they know. Whose turf you're really on? I was just surprised. I like I I don't need recognition. I don't I don't need it. And and so when I was called out publicly, I'm like, wait, does somebody think that I need a little attention here? Yes, McLovin. Now that you have that out of your system, I have about a thousand Eagles <laughs> questions for you. Okay, what is going on here? So they fired Doug Peterson because he doesn't get along with Carson Wentz. Then they trade Carson Wentz. So why did they fire Doug Peterson? I have no idea. I get the sense we have no idea, and I'm going we here. We have no idea what we're doing here. I, well, nobody is left with the Eagles, except for the GM and the owner. Since you won a Super Bowl, who's left? They're basically all shown the door. Yeah, Zach Ertz is on the trade block. He's going to end up in Indianapolis, probably. Yeah, Paul. That's the other thing I don't understand about the Eagles. You kind of stumbled into Jalen Hurts. You're in... You're in, you got a problem with cap money with court, the quarterback position, but now the quarterback position, you're going to pay him basically nothing for the next three years. You got him on a second-round rookie contract. That means Jalen Hurts is basically free. And then you're going to draft a quarterback? And they may draft one. That, that's what I was told. Mm. My source said, is, are you sitting down? I go, yeah. And, and he, he said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles drafted a quarterback. Depending on who is there at number six, I went. All right. Well, I, I once again, I, I don't want to be an NFL insider. I want to be an NFL outsider here. Uh, yes, McLovin. Yeah, I, I don't understand what uh, what they're doing. I, I truly don't know. 
yeah. what, what they're doing. But I'm not involved in that world. Well, let me ask you a question, just a general question. Yeah. Who do you blame when the quarterback and the head coach don't talk? Is that on the head coach? Is that on the court? It seems like a head coach has a duty to speak to his quarterback. He said duty. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go off the rails. That's where, as my mom would say, I'm going to put you in a room, just you and your brother, and you guys figure it out. That's what, at some point, the GM or the owner has to say, guys, we got to figure this out. How do we get to this point and how do we get back to where we were before? Yeah, Paul. We got to come up with a new term for your reporting because you're not an insider. You're not inside with the cool kids with access and you're not an outsider sitting at a gas and sip on a Friday night, smoking cigarettes, eating like you know, Funyuns. You're somewhere in between. Yeah. So you're not an insider or an outsider. Yeah. You're like a, I don't know what, we got to figure out a term. I, I prefer to be an outsider. Yeah, but you're not. You're too big time. To I be an know, outsider. but I want to be an outsider. The good-looking guy, you know, the successful people aren't sitting on a you know curb. And- yes. Yeah, what if you're more of an outsider, where you're sort of you're not a you're like a guy who's just sort of mm. along mm. the news-breaking mm. periphery, mm. an insider. Yeah. You're an insider, not an insider. <laughs> yes, Todd. A toe dipper, <laughs> kind of dipping your toe in at times. No. At the edge of the pool. No. I'm an outsider. These business cards are going to be awesome, though. <laughs> yeah, they finally get them printed up. Peter King is, well, is Peter an NFL insider? He doesn't break news anymore. Yeah. He says that all the time. He's like, yeah. I don't want to break news. Maybe That's you no guys fun. could start a new club. No. It's, you know what? It's a thankless job, you know, when you break news. Because then all of a sudden, you know, when I was in the college football world, when I was breaking news about what was going on in college football, man, I, I had a couple of guys who were really upset. And I went, I, I'm just, I'm doing my job. I'm not trying to take over your territory. I just, I pick and choose. Somebody tells me something, I give you the information. So that you're doing their job. And that's, that's, that's the slight change in mindset that you're not getting. You're not doing your job. You're doing their job. I know. Well, I apologize for doing your job and my job. Last year, the Eagles allowed sacks on just under 10% of their pass plays. Easily the highest in the NFL. Carson Wentz is going to an offensive line that allowed sacks on 3% of their pass plays. Third lowest in the NFL. Stat of the day. Yeah! Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Ah. All right, best and worst of the weekend. It's great to be back. Phone calls are welcome. Peter King will join us coming up. Is Carolina the landing spot, the destination for Deshaun Watson? And what would you give up for Deshaun Watson? Let's say you're Carolina. How many first-round draft picks? And Christian McCaffrey. If you're the Dolphins... How many first-round draft picks? And would you give up Kristen Wilkins, uh, former teammate of Deshaun Watson's? Would you give up to, uh, if you're the Jets, how many first-round picks do you give up? And do you give up Sam Darnold? I would have no problem giving up whatever a team wants. If I can get my franchise quarterback on his second contract and he's 25 years of age, the league is all about getting a quarterback. The league is is set up for you to go eight and eight. They want everybody to go eight and eight. The difference between ten and six 
six and eight. Wait, that math didn't work. Six and ten. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was I was on a roll. Okay, I'm eighteen. Eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes in. All right. Uh, ten and six. Six and ten is your quarterback. I mean, there's some luck that goes into it, but your quarterback is the difference. And if you get your quarterback, or you can get a quarterback, you go get him. I did have a good time off, by the way. I you just do. I just didn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, so I, I you know had some things on my mind and I you know wanted to be able to express those. I'm not on Twitter, by the way. Yes, Paul. A couple people on the Twitter said, you know, if you're not an outsider or an insider, you could be a tweener. Like you're not a defensive lineman or a linebacker, you could be a tweener. Mm. I don't know if that works. You're like the Mary Kate and uh, yeah. Ashley Olsen of oh. sports reporting. Wow. <laughs> that's not working. <laughs> That's one oh, of the, the tweener thing's not working? That's okay. one of the meanest things you've ever said, Seaton. I was just playing. No, I was shooting down the tweener idea no, just okay. indirectly. Yeah. Got another one. You're not inside the house. You're not outside the house. You're like a three-season porch. You know, open air, mm. but there's no, you know, mm. heat or air conditioning. Mm. It's a little wordy. It's screened in, though. Screened in. Smoke a cigar out there. Yeah. Nobody oh, get mad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man. I don't want to go into that world, you know, the insiders. Man. It's tough. They chew you up. They want to spit you out. I got to find out if Peter's an insider or an outsider. I don't, I don't know. I, I hope he's an outsider. All right, we're, we're going to take a break. We'll come up with a poll question. We got uh, a couple of other stats of the day. We'll talk about the Lakers situation with LeBron. He wants to be the MVP, but I can't have him play all these minutes with Anthony Davis out for the next month. And uh, are the Nets the team to beat in the NBA? Uh, spring football underway in uh, college football. And uh, so we got a lot of things to dive into, but uh, it'll be great to hear from you. 877 3DP Show, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at DP Show. Back with the great Peter King right after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. He's the popular Peter King, NBCSports.com, the columnist, Football Morning in America, released every Monday morning. Peter, let me start with the pressing question. Are you an insider or an outsider? I think I'm probably a quasi-insider. I think 15 years ago, I would say I was... uh, I was a lot more of an insider. I'm a little bit more of a columnist slash observer today because I don't do what Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and Jay Glazer do. Very rarely will I break something. Um, And that just comes from the fact that, you know, I've lost uh, much of my interest in, chasing things at one o'clock in the morning. Now, if there's a great story uh, involved in it or, you know, something that I can do that other people in our business maybe don't do as well, those are the kind of things I like to do today. 
but as far as breaking stories, that's not really me now. Yeah, I, I'll dip my toe into being an insider occasionally, but it's, right. a, it's a thankless job, Pete. You know, It really is, yeah. I mean, yeah they, and it's never-ending. It's never-ending. Like, when does Adam Schefter take a real vacation? <laughs> I mean, he's got to take it. And, and look, I, I love Adam. I really do. But there's a price to pay for being the best, you know, and Adam pays that price. He's and again, nobody's playing a violin for him. He's well compensated. He does a great job. But it's and again, Adam is better four eight times better than I ever was at doing this job. So I, I applaud him. But, man, it's it's a it's a it's a hard job. Well, he broke the Andrew Luck story while he was at a wedding reception, Peter. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, anything to get out of a wedding, but still, you know, uh, your initial reaction to the Colts Eagles trade is what? That I thought it was probably a necessity for the Eagles, unfortunately. Um, and I probably have a more unpopular view on it than most. I mean, I still haven't heard Carson Wentz say, hey, uh, I played lousy last year. I mean, could we at least hear that? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people at fault, you know, in that, in him failing there last year. Uh, But he should not escape without some of the blame. Um, And I, I just haven't heard that. You know, and Dan, the comparison I made in the column today, you know, he obviously took it badly when uh, 10 months ago the Eagles selected Jalen Hurts in the second round of the draft. And, you know, I, in my opinion, you know, y- you've been hurt in a significant way twice in your career. And the Eagles don't want to play Nate Sudfeld when you're, when you're hurt or Josh McCown. They want a real legitimate backup that they could win games with. And so they draft Jalen Hurts. It was a smart move, at least in my opinion. Nobody agrees with me, but I think it was a smart move. And he just chafed against it. He thought he was being submarined. And and that kind of bugs me. In 2014, the Patriots took Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round. And Tom Brady responded this way. I'll show you thinking you're drafting my replacement. I got plenty of good football left. Well, in the first three years, he won two Super Bowls, first three years of the Garoppolo uh, era. And then in the fourth year, in the middle of the year, they traded Garoppolo and Brady was on his way to an MVP season. That's how you respond. You respond like Aaron Rodgers does when they draft Jordan Love. You just say, okay, you drafted Jordan Love? That's fine. I'll show you. And he did. Are the Eagles set at quarterback? I don't think so. They don't think so. They could pick one at six. They could give Jalen Hurts one year to try to win the job and start to buttress a roster that is, I mean, as crazy as this sounds, the Philadelphia Eagles might have the fourth best, best roster right now today in the NFC East. And, uh, you know, they've gone in the span of basically uh, four months from thinking that Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz were going to be the leaders of their organization for the next five years. 
So now neither of them are there. I think the organization is shell-shocked, quite frankly, Dan. Mm. I, you know, I just think they are thinking, what the heck just happened? You know, three years ago, we were having a parade in, uh, you know, down Broad Street. And now we are in tatters. It's, it's just one of the weirdest stories in sports, really. The cold side of this uh, with Frank Reich being reunited with Carson Wentz, the upside, the offensive line. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good team, good GM. Um, that, is it an upgrade over Phillip Rivers? I mean, we'll find out. I think Phillip Rivers was a good quarterback. Uh, and, you know, he, he, had, he had the Colts in a playoff game late and came close to beating <clears throat> Buffalo. So he's, he, he did his job, but you know, the Colts, what they knew is they had to stop scotch tape in their quarterbacks uh, thing together, Dan, you know, including this year in the last three years, they've spent $99.2 million on the quarterback position and they're not positive. They've solved it. I mean, they they have got to get this right. And so I think, look, if you look at the way Carson Wentz played from 17 to 19, that was really good. It was top seven, top eight, top nine quarterback in the league. You can win a Super Bowl with that. Now, can they get him back to that? There's every reason to think they should. He trusts Reich. But, you know, part of this is, Dan, He's going to have to take some hard coaching, and he, Carson Wentz, is going to have to take responsibility instead of just saying, well, I don't have this or I don't have that. And again, don't get me wrong. I've never heard him say that. He hasn't said that. But all of his actions basically point to I was, uh, I was jobbed here, you know, so – He's not going to have any excuses in Indianapolis. He's Peter King. Uh, must read every uh, Monday morning, Football Morning in America, NBCSports.com. The team that should break the bank for Deshaun Watson is who? Well, I think the team that should do it is the Jets, but I don't think they will. Um, I think that Joe Douglas is a build-through-the-draft guy, and they have so many high picks you know, they got four ones in the next two years. I don't think they want to denude their draft in the next two or three years uh, for anybody. And so I, I think the team that really makes the most sense as we sit here this morning is Carolina. Because Carolina can give a top 10 pick back this year. I think their owner, David Tepper, will stop at nothing to get a franchise quarterback. And then he will look at his new GM, Scott Fitterer and his coach, Matt rule and say, you guys figure out all the other pieces, you know, we're going to go get a franchise quarterback, even if it costs a couple of great pieces, like either Christian McCaffrey or Brian Burns uh, and, and three or four very high picks. I think the Panthers are going to be aggressive. That would be my prediction. But if you're Deshaun Watson, do you want to go into a situation like Carolina that's going to be depleted with losing a first-round draft pick, Christian McCaffrey? Who won't be depleted? That's the question. If you're, if let's say the only the only team that might not be really significantly depleted is San Francisco. 
because they have really good quality depth in their young players and prospects. But almost anywhere that he goes, it's going to cost. You think Washington can get away with trading for Deshaun Watson without uh, including one or more of their great, very young defensive players like Chase Young? You know, so (laughs) anywhere he goes is going to be without three or four very high picks and one or two good players. I'm still trying to figure out what Bill Belichick is doing because he's always ahead of everybody, it feels like, but it feels like he's behind everybody with the quarterbacking situation. It's quiet. Now, they normally don't let anything out, Pete, but if you're looking at a short-term or long-term game plan, what's your best guess to what the Patriots are up to? My best guess is they're going to draft somebody. Uh, I just... You know, do you want to cast your lot with pick a guy, Mitchell Trubisky? I mean, do you want to cast your lot with Jimmy Garoppolo? And and I, again, I'm not throwing Garoppolo on the trash heap. I am saying, you know, in the last three years, he's missed 23 of 48 regular season games with injury. Tom Brady missed 15 regular season games due to injury in 20 years. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know that even if you traded for Garoppolo or somehow got Garoppolo, that that's a magic wand waved over the quarterback position. I, you know, look, it's going to be interesting to see if I were the Patriots, I might, uh, because no veteran out there, it really sort of turns you on at, you know, who's going to be available. Uh, and so I might rather just take a Mac Jones or if Trey Lance falls that far, you know, I, I might just rather draft somebody, but there's no question. But, Dan, that's not the only position they've, they're they in trouble with. Their skill position uh, roster is absolutely horrendous. Yeah. So they've got to do something about that, too, no matter what quarterback they bring in. What's Drew Brees waiting for? I have no idea. This is It's weird to me. It just is. I know he went on vacation with his family for a while. Um, but it's been whatever, 30 something days, uh, since Jay Glazer went on Fox and said, you know, Breeze is retiring. Everybody knows that he's got a TV job waiting. Uh, I, I truly don't know, Dan. I asked some people that question this weekend and it was met with, I don't know. JJ Watt, what do you think the biggest, to make his decision, what do you think it'll hinge on? Uh, the ability to win this year, I don't think money is going to be a very big factor. Um, I do think that uh, if if it were up to him, if he could pick a team, it would probably be Green Bay. Uh, I think it would be a dream of his to run out of the tunnel at Lambeau Field in green and gold. Um, but at the end of the day, I also think he's going to look at where he would be. I think the Browns are an interesting team because they could rightfully say to him, you're going to play opposite Miles Garrett. You're not going to get nearly the attention you've gotten the last few years in Houston. Um, But I also think there would be an attraction if a team like Kansas City stepped up too. I think it's really, really important for him uh, to be able to enter training camp this year thinking if everything goes right, we're, we're going to win a ring. When uh, do the Steelers have to make a decision on Ben Roethlisberger? 
It's a weird one. Um, I think there's more at play than just finances. I, you know, I don't you just get the feeling from listening to Kevin Colbert last week that that I mean, in my opinion, it's not only about finances. You got to look at the way the last month of this season went, and man, that is a bad omen for the future. Um, ben Roethlisberger looked old and slow, yeah. and I personally, I think that. This should be a season that if he wants to play this year, he really needs to rededicate himself uh, physically to, uh, you know, being uh, a better and more fit Roethlisberger. Yeah, it feels like they've already moved on from him, but you want to be respectful to him and, and sort of let him come to the realization or let him have his day where he gets to announce it. But you know, when somebody says, well, Ben's our quarterback for the time being or at the moment, that doesn't have a ringing endorsement there that uh, Ben will be back with Pittsburgh. Agreed. And Dan, you know what? I think if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, there are many things that they do, but they don't often stay one or two years too long with someone. I think maybe in the very early 90s, they might have learned their lesson with Chuck Knoll. That was a team that stayed a year or two too long. And no wonder the guy won four Super Bowls for him. He should get to call his shot. But I don't know how the Steelers, with the losses they're going to have, probably losing Bud Dupree, probably losing Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, I don't know. And I don't know what they're going to be able to add in free agency. They were sort of – you hate to say they were a tenuous 11-0, but didn't it have that feeling that they were a tenuous 11 and 0? Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying they got what they deserved down the stretch. That's a little cruel. But I mean, you know, they they looked really bad, all except for that comeback against the Colts. And I think they've got to rethink the immediate and long term future of their organization. Pete, thank you. As always, we appreciate your time. Okay, Dan, all the best to you. That's Peter King. He's not an insider or an outsider. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Chris Mannix. Senior writer for Sports Illustrated, set to join us on the program. By the way, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, Chris Mannix, I believe, set to join us here. Um, I, I've been talking about this this morning, Chris, that you have LeBron and the Lakers, that you know the Lakers without Anthony Davis, LeBron is still playing a lot of minutes. I know he wants to win the MVP, but I want him rested for May and June. What do the Lakers do now with uh, this situation, at least over the next month? I think the key for the Lakers is going to be maintaining LeBron's minutes in that low 30-ish range, even if it comes at the cost of wins. I mean, you know, they're going to stumble without Anthony Davis over the next few weeks. It's inevitable. But you really can't concern yourself with your place in the standings if you're the Lakers. I mean – under optimal circumstances, home court advantage didn't mean anything to them anyway. I mean, we've seen LeBron's teams in Cleveland go from, what, like the fourth seed to the finals in the past. It's the same situation 
in Los Angeles. So you've got to treat the regular season as just something you get through and resist the temptation to burn LeBron out for 39, 40, 40 plus minutes just to get wins. And look, I think Frank Vogel understands that. And I think even if, you know, LeBron resists, uh, you'll see LeBron's minutes, you know, start to hover around those mid to low 30 range. Yeah, but you know that it, it just feels like he's obsessed with proving to everybody he should be the MVP, should have been the MVP. And, I, you know, it's a delicate balance there of he wants to win an MVP. You can you get that feeling, Chris. He, he, look, he's I, I do get that feeling. And I, I think he's probably the front runner right now. We should dispel the notion, Dan, that he should have won MVP last year. He should not have won MVP last year. It is a regular season award, and Giannis put up one of the greatest regular seasons we've seen since Shaq in the early 2000s. His numbers were outstanding. The Bucks were outstanding. They fizzled out in the playoffs, but that's not what the award is for. So he did not get robbed by any stretch last year. This year, if he doesn't win, I think he'll have a stronger case because you can look at Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic and a handful of others, including, by the way, James Harden, who I thought – thrust himself back into the conversation, you know, during this 5-0 and road trip the Nets are on. But I think LeBron will have a stronger case this year by far than what he did last year. I know you have a column coming out tomorrow on the Nets. Uh, where do you stand with, well, they're not even fully assembled, but are the Nets the team to beat, clearly? In the East, they are, no question. Um, you know, what's scary about the Nets right now is that they figured out a way to be competent defensively. Um, you know, that flop from James Harden last night, notwithstanding, they've been a, a really good defensive team uh, over these last five, six games, two weeks. I thought DeAndre Jordan uh, last night played one of, if not his best game of the season on both ends of the floor. And it just seems like they're getting comfortable playing off of each other, that, you know, the switches are making more sense. Uh, their chemistry is a lot better. And look, they don't need to be, a top 10 defensive team to be a champion. They just need to be like, you know, better than like the 28th or 29th that they were in the first couple of weeks uh, after the trade. They've, they've hovered. I haven't seen the updated stat this morning, but they've hovered right around the middle of the pack. And that's all they need to be. That's the only place they need to be because offensively they're dynamic right now. I mean, you see Joe Harris making shots, Harden and Irving clearly have good chemistry out there on the floor. And when Durant comes back, they'll have three snipers, out there in the fourth quarter. So as long as they're capable defensively, they're the team to beat in the Eastern Conference, no question. They have proven on this recent trip that they're better than capable. Yeah, but I start to wonder, because I always say this, it feels like every year, no matter what the sport is, that it'll come down to a defensive play. Football, it's going to be a defensive play, that you made it or you didn't make it. I'm starting to think with the Nets, it doesn't matter that – they could just be so good offensively, it doesn't matter what kind of defensive performance they put out there. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't agree because, I mean, you remember those first couple of games they played against Cleveland when they were in Cleveland for that two-game set? When they, I mean, they scored all they wanted, but they gave up like 145 uh, on the other end. I mean, I, I like to say there's no such thing as a 10-point shot. So when, no matter who you got on the floor, if you're down by 7, 8, 9, 10 points, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. They're a lot better defensively uh, since that point, which I, I think is all they need to be. But I do think it matters what they do defensively. It might, it might matter, Dan, how Kyrie Irving defends, frankly, because if you watch the game last night, 
you know, the Clippers were switching everything to get on Irving. You know, whoever it was, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, didn't matter. As long as they got Kyrie Irving in a switch, they were going at him. That's going to continue throughout the season. So whether it's Irving improving defensively, which is a lot to ask, or Steve Nash coming up with ways to, to cover for him, uh, that's probably something you want to watch most closely defensively. And I, I don't know if Kyrie Irving deserves to be commended. The fact that he said basically to James Harden, you're our point guard. Like James Harden should be your point guard. So I, um, I don't know. Kyrie's always tricky. And I, I just feel like he can, he can win a game for you, but then he might be the guy who's going to lose a game for you. Where do you think he fits in with all of this when it's all said and done? It's really surprised me how seamless the transition has been for Kyrie and James Harden because I was legitimately concerned how that would work out over the first you know few weeks of this partnership. I mean, James Harden is used to having the ball in his hands. Kyrie Irving is used to having the ball in his hands. But I think we do have to give Kyrie credit for you know saying to Harden, "You be the playmaker. I'll play off the ball." You and I, Dan, could sit here and say it's it's the right move, and it is. But for Kyrie Irving, who has been a point guard his whole career, who signed on to play point guard alongside Kevin Durant, to have everything change on him, you know, a couple of weeks into their first full season together, I, I could have envisioned a scenario where Kyrie kind of threw a nutty and said, I don't want to, to kind of be any part of this. But he has it. He has embraced it. And it's been enormously successful. Harden, you know, when Durant's in there especially, but Harden has looked to be a passer first, not look to be the same guy we saw in Houston. Kyrie has benefited from it. Dan, if you asked me two weeks ago if Kyrie was an all-star, I would have said no. I would have said, look, there's a bunch of other guys, whether it's Julius Randle or Tobias Harris or others who deserve that last spot. It's going to be hard to keep him off the team with the numbers he's putting up. He's Chris Mannix. He's an NBA senior writer. The Pelicans are an interesting watch. I don't think they're a good team, but... Zion is still fascinating here. I guess, you know, do they make moves here? Uh, what What's Stan Van Gundy going to do with this team down the stretch? Well, I think if they make moves, it's going to be to deconstruct pieces of the roster and not add to it uh, for the playoff run. It's pretty clear they don't envision a long-term scenario with Lonzo Ball. He's available before the March 25th trade deadline. It's been well-known around the league that J.J. Redick is available before the deadline. J.J., his shooting numbers have gone up in the month of February. Remember, he was off to that just dismal start that made people wonder if he was completely washed. But I think he's right around 50% from three in the month of February, which is going to make him more appealing to teams before the deadline. But, uh, look, it's, it's Zion. It's Brandon Ingram. They're building around those two guys long-term. But short-term, my belief is David Griffin is prioritizing draft picks. I mean, they traded Drew Holiday – to get those three first-round picks from Milwaukee. I think if there's a first-round pick out there for either Lonzo Ball or J.J. Redick, or even in the case of J.J., you know, multiple second-round picks, something like that, I think you could see those two moved off before the March 25th deadline. You and I have been on the LaMelo Ball bandwagon, and uh, he's, he's better than what people thought, a lot better than what people thought. But I wonder if he's going to end up like Kemba Walker did in Charlotte, where – hey, tune in to watch the Hornets with Kemba Walker, but there was nothing else to see. Uh, what kind of confidence do you have that they're going to build something there in Charlotte with LaMelo? I think you can have some cautious optimism in the same way you had cautious optimism early in the Kemba Walker run with the Hornets. Remember, Kemba 
wasn't always kind of mired in mediocrity there in Charlotte. They had a couple of playoff appearances. I think they went to a couple of game sevens in Kemba's time in Charlotte in the first round. You're kind of at that beginning stage with LaMelo. And I really like what they've put around him early on. I mean, remember, Dan, there was a time when people laughed at the Terry Rozier contract. I mean, Terry Rozier is averaging 21 points per game and shooting 46% from three, and he's taking eight threes per game. Uh, the Dervonte Graham, you know, Terry Rozier, LaMelo ball backcourt, yeah. that seems to make some sense. Gordon Hayward has clicked there. He's got a case to be an all-star this year. They don't have anything in the front court right now. I mean, Bismack Biombo, Cody Zell, that doesn't do anything for anybody, at least when it comes to the playoffs. But if you've got a, a good foundation there, one through three, you've got reason to be cautiously optimistic. So now it's on Mitch Kupchak, it's on Buzz Peterson, it's on the front office to add pieces that make sense around LaMelo. But look, let's praise us both here then, Dan, because LaMelo can play. I still think that they're going to try to change his shot this offseason. You know, James Borrego comes from that San Antonio system where they changed Kawhi Leonard's shot and they changed Richard Jefferson's shot for the better for their long term of their careers. I think this summer they're going to sit with LaMelo Ball and try to change that shot. But for right now, I think he is the runaway rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something you know pretty big to build on. Yeah, I'd like to see that shot start a little bit higher because he he does have it lower. But you know what? His his argument though, Dan, is he makes it. Like I think he's shooting mid thirties from three point range. He's yeah. like, why are you trying to change my shot when it's going in? So it, it's well, the one thing about you know Lamelo said this thing about two weeks ago. He said everybody tried to change my shot, including Charlotte. Um, you have to embrace it. The reason that Kawhi Leonard you know, was successful with the change of his shot. And people forget, he was a terrible three-point shooter in college. He went to San Antonio. When he got there, Chip England showed him, you know, uh, uh, photos and video of Richard Jefferson and changing it into a Kobe Bryant-like shot. And Kawhi embraced it. Kawhi said, look, I'll do it. I'm all in. LaMelo has to be all in. If he just is doing it because Charlotte says you need to do it, it's not going to work. If he says, all right, I'm going to become a better shooter this way, then I think he can become, you know, just as dangerous. Good to talk to you, Chris, as always. Thanks for joining us. You got it, Dan. That's Chris Mannix, the senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.